What's going on, all you Star Wars maniacs out there, fans of the glowy sticks, that fat samurai guy is here with Lady Fat Blood, and welcome to another episode of the Verbal Nectar Podcast. That's right, the ridiculous name <laughs> brought to you by ridiculous people. That's right, it's fun. Happy New Year. Yes, brand new year, 2020. We are celebrating, I am drinking something. Maybe Paps, I don't know what it is. It's a yellow beer can. It's got a big orange X on it. And it says Leg, La, Lager, Lager, whatever the fuck. Jushin Thunder Lager, great wrestler. He's retiring this year. Now, but today isn't about wrestling. Today's about Star Wars. And we have a special guest with us today on the podcast. We have the sexy sumo. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Who is drinking? Non-sponsored. Um, Blue Moon. Blue yeah. Moon. So, grab something to eat, get something to drink with us. We're popping the can here. Oh, skull, skull, <laughs> all you Vikings fans. That's right. Ah, and Lady Fat Blood is drinking tea. That's right. She's representing the the being healthy amongst us three. <laughs> healthy Zen. Healthy Zen. So we're here to talk about. Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, our favorite Star Wars film. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. The best line in there, my favorite, was, I don't like sand. <laughs> and I, I think that, you know, forget, you know, are you talking to me, taxi driver? Forget all mm. the classic lines. Mm. When you think classic movie lines, you think of, I don't like sand. No, but what about that love story? Oh, it's the greatest love story of all time. That chemistry alone. Was oh yeah, like, you know, electric. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> On a serious note, we're here to talk about one of the best surprises of the year 2019. Uh, we had our fingers crossed. We didn't really know what we were going to get, uh, but we were excited uh, with the possibilities of this. You know, seeing more of the Star Wars universe, seeing more of this world unveiled. Uh, you know, for us fans of the glowy sticks, and we were we were hoping it was going to be cool. And wow, we were really impressed with the Mandalorian. Even though it had no glowy sticks in it. Yeah, no glowy sticks needed, which is proof (laughs) that, you know, Star Wars is more. Star Wars done right when you have great great memorable characters, a great storyline, and good action sequences, and something that makes you want to watch the next episode. It just keeps you like, oh, now i got to wait another week. Uh, You you know they're doing something right in terms of storytelling. And, uh, you know, we were... We were very pleasantly surprised. I did not think I was going to like the show as much as I did. Now, as all shows, some of the greatest shows of all time out there, uh, they all have their flaws. We love Breaking Bad. We do. One of the greatest shows ever made. It was great. It's not perfect, right? Nope. We love Sons of Anarchy, right? Another great show. Not perfect. Great Game of Thrones. Fuck that show. Yeah, I don't even it. want to talk about it. Season 8 can go fuck itself. <laughs> it can go fuck... This will not end. The Game of Thrones Season 8 will not end. The Season 8 hate oh, will not end. 
And while I was saying that whole line just now, I had a middle finger up. Sexy Sumo is a witness. Yep. I was flipping off Invisible Game of Thrones over here. Flipping it off. Yeah, so fuck that shit. So anyway. I, I, I just want to add to that really quick that I went into the garage to put some stuff into a crate. And I found the crate with all of the Game of Thrones Blu-rays, the pops that you once displayed so proudly, <laughs> the <think> soundtracks... <laughs> In the crate that was just just discarded. I think it's time for a bonfire. Uh, you didn't poop on him, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> fuck that shit. So fuck that shit. And, you know, hopefully the Mandalorian doesn't go the way of Game of Thrones. But, you know, we I'll, I'll take what we got here. And this first season was, was very well done. I was hooked after the first episode. Uh, chapter 1, The Mandalorian, and the basic plot synopsis uh, for that was Mandalorian Bounty Hunter tracks a target for a well-paying, mysterious client. And uh, what you call Pedro did a good job. The actor from Game of Thrones! <laughs> okay? Yes. Pascali? Pascali. Pascali. I don't know, you might have to have your IMDb phone ready to check I facts. Think, I don't think there's an E at the end. It's just Pascal. Pascal. It's sure. Just Pascal. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm still mad about Game of Thrones. Anyway, he was one of the better parts of that show. Uh, anyway. He got uh, out just in time. I, yeah, yeah. I was happy that we uh, pulled the Judge Dredd here and pretty much you didn't see him until you get a little peek at his face. You know, towards the end of the show. But I like that. And you saw it for a little bit, and then the helmet went back on. But they stayed true to the Mandalorian, you know, yeah. mythos that they don't really show. They're not known for showing their faces. You know, whiskey. Making them mysterious. Whiskey popped up when I saw him and took the helmet off. Yeah, hey. whiskey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Sexy Sumo's a fan of the second Kingsman hey, movie. Hey, I said it, it's not that terrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, like Game of Thrones, yeah. he was probably the better... One of the best parts of the second game. I always wanted to buy that blue jumpsuit he had on. (laughs) He was fun in that horrible (laughs) movie. Anyway, back to The Mandalorian. Um, We got Carl Weathers in here. We love us some Creed. That's right, Action Jackson representing. And I didn't know until until you pointed it out later, babe, that uh, Cully. Is it Cully? On the... The character right there, I have spoken. Oh yeah, yeah. Was played by <laughs> played by. Um, Isn't it Quill? The what the fuck? No, Quill. Isn't it Quill? Yeah, yeah, Quill. That's what I say. Get your facts checked. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna butcher everything, guys. Sorry. I uh, have Quill. I have. I have spoken. Was played by Nick Nolte. Nolte. Yeah, so he, Nick the, Nolte, was great. Did the it. Hulk's father. The Hulk's father. <laughs> oh, all you MCU, fa- yeah, yeah, all you MCU <laughs> fanboys are going the Hulk's father. <gasps> yeah, there was a movie called Hulk. Yeah. Came out early two thousands, directed by Ang Lee. That's fucked up. Another movie called Gemini Man, which I haven't seen. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I will see that one. Did you? Did you see it? It's bad enough watching one Will Smith. Then you got to watch two Will Smiths. <laughs> I'm good. So they're both getting jiggies with it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> did you see that movie? It's the Fresh Prince. Gemini Man. Boys. No, no, I didn't watch it. The kids, the family, nobody else. Your brother? No, nah, nobody really cared. Copy I'll watch that. it for free. Yeah, there you go. For bad films, we support illegal... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Zip the lips. Zip the lips. 
But, I was just to say uh, that Fat Samurai Guy Incorporated does not uh, endorse uh, pirating uh, illegal yes. any, any kind of copyrighted Arr. material. Yeah, we yeah. do not endorse any kind of illegal comes <laughs> to media. But uh, the look of the show, what do you think of it? The cinematography. I'm loving the look, man. I like the dark feel. Yes. It reminds me a lot of Rogue One. Yes. You know, which is just a really good feeling when you watch it. And we will defend. I know everybody hates Disney Star Wars. Except, you know, sexy sumo. Yeah. But <laughs> we will defend, Lady Fat Blood and I, and sexy sumo, will defend Rogue One. Yes. Okay? We will yeah, defend I, that. I, I, I will admit to Rogue One's flaws. I, it's I, not perfect, I, but... I, I admit it had a, a very, very messy first half. Mm-hmm. But once, you know, once you kind of get going, and yeah, I know a lot of people are like, well, that's enough for me to hate it. Fair enough. There, I, I completely understand that. But I, I found enough in it to be able to keep going with it. And yeah. I, I enjoyed the characters enough. Not all of the characters, because some it, of them fell flat for me. Yeah. But I, enough of them got me. And the story, it's just my kind of story. Yes. So, And if it's not your kind of story, again, fair enough. Some people some but, people don't like Dunkirk. You know, right. there's just movies out there. I get it. Right. But that type of film is just my kind of story. But, right. the, you know, it's got a bad rep. But this kind of, this the look of this, it was also reminding me a lot of Westerns. Yes, yeah. which I that was, was a, on purpose. Was a very interesting choice for a Star Wars sci-fi universe, which I think again, if you're going to take risks in uh, in, yeah. a, in a franchise that's been established so far as kind of doing the same thing over and over, right. um, for better or for worse, you know, you got a formula, you want to stick to it. Um, I've always wanted to see Star Wars go in a different direction because yes. we've had three trilogies now. Right, we've had two trilogies that you know. The first, the first second trilogy, the first trilogy after the original trilogy deliberately tried to mirror the first trilogy. George Lucas had a strategy. He deliberately went in wanting it to mirror the original trilogy because right. in his own words, it's like poetry. You kind of want the stanzas there. You kind of want things to go in a certain order. Mm-hmm. You kind of want things to rhyme in a certain way. And that's fine. Yeah. I understand his intent. Yes. But then you had the third trilogy, which in its own way kind of sometimes did that but you know we know why they did that because right. they needed to do what worked for the fans right. and but Jar Jar Binks is the key yes um, the anyway, key yeah, anyway um, <laughs> they should have put him in the last trilogy <laughs> anyway but you've got all these these films now with the exception of the side movies which to an extent you could argue that you know they've got their own little feel to them but you've got these movies that all kind of have the same feel, even mm-hmm. though they all look very different. You've got the original trilogy, which is obviously set in the 70s and 80s, which look older. Right. Then you've got the George Lucas trilogy, which looks a very much product of their time in the 2000s. 1999 and up, yeah. Yes, and then now you've got the new trilogy, which looks like a product of their time. Right. But they have their own aesthetic, all mm-hmm. three of them. Well, this has a completely different aesthetic. Yes. Which I'm like... This is the direction I've been wanting to see Star Wars because yes. now you've got all these films that all kind of have the same premise of right. the chosen one and the force and the right. evil of the emperor right, and the right. empire. And it's like, you know what? I get it. Yeah. And it's great. But Star Wars let's is, do is something more else. Yeah. Yes, exactly. No, uh, YouTube channel is very, very successful, popular YouTube channel that we watch once in a while called Red Letter Media. And those guys crack us up, and we watch them once in a while. And and sometimes we agree with what they have to say, and sometimes we don't. But they said something a while back. I think this was when Force Awakens came out, maybe? Mm. And it was either Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. And they said something that kind of offended me a little bit. 
Mm. Uh, not enough to be a dick and dislike or comment. Your guys, you guys, fucking suck and right. go kill yourselves. Because uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not, an, I'm not an asshole. We have lives. Yeah, we have lives. Uh, but it kind of not, it just kind of bugged me the, you know, the wrong way. And um, and he's and it was, I think it was Rich Evans. Mm. And Rich Evans uh, said that uh, Star Wars is always going to be the same thing over and over again because unlike Star Trek. There's nothing outside the box. Like they don't think outside the box. Like there's, there, there. The Star Trek universe mm. is huge and vast, and the Star Wars universe is this little bubble. Mm-hmm. And they don't want. They're scared to, you know, peek out of it. And I think what he meant was maybe in mainstream theatrical releases, oh, yeah. Hollywood's scared to try something different. They have proven that they are. Which is why we liked Rogue One yeah. because Rogue One was something different. Way different. Uh-huh. Uh, but what bothered me with that was because there's so much lore, even though Disney now is like all the old yes, stuff, comics and stuff is not canon. Exactly, yes. Um, in the books, all that is not canon now. Mm-hmm. But there's so many graphic novels and comics and books and, and there's video games and there's so much out there that makes the Star Wars universe huge, vast, yeah. and it's this big universe and I'm just like, I kind of was a little bugged that they... That he would say that, knowing all that other lore is out there. And it's kind of like, that's what made me happy about the Mandalorian show, because now we're seeing yeah. a snippet of, yeah. you know, well, there's more the to, right? yeah, there's more to, yeah, there's just, more to Star just, Wars it just proves, than just glowy sticks. It just, just proves that, you know, again, I, I hate to be on the Kathleen Kennedy hate train, but you have a producer in charge that had no vision. Right. Had no direction. Uh-huh. She had no clue what she was doing with this with this franchise. As did Disney, and uh-huh. I said this in our the Rise of Skywalker video. Right. They did not know what the fuck they were doing with this trilogy when the, with this whole franchise when they bought it. They just said we want to make another trilogy, and then they just did it, and they had no clear vision with it. But look at what happened with the Mandalorian. You get fucking, <laughs> you get what's his name? John. Yeah, you get Favreau. Um, you get John Favreau. Yeah. Who writes this mm-hmm. and who's a producer and on it? Has this. a vision, has a yes. beginning and an end. Yes, and look at the result. You yeah. have this completely tonally consistent, story consistent, episodic, but also still story arcish, right. which is very old school and new school at the same time. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is television of anything prior to 2000s, television tended to be episodic by nature, meaning every episode was its own self contained story. And when you started getting more into shorter seasons and now streaming seasons, you get the story arcs where every single episode has to lead into the next episode, has to lead into the next episode. Well, this, I noticed, it's both in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's true. Which is very interesting. And I enjoyed that that element of Mm -hmm. it where it's like you you have both and I, I appreciated that. But again, it's totally consistent. You can see there's a vision. You can see there's a direction. We don't feel aimless. We don't feel like, right. where are we going with this? No, we, we know exactly where... No, we don't know yeah. where we're going, but you feel like we're not wandering right. directionless, rudderless, <coughs> which is what I felt like the entire time we were watching the fucking new trilogy. You know, and I'm just like, <laughs> right. you know, if and, if... and I swear to God, if right. they keep this shit up with the TV series... I will be a lifelong fan yeah. of, of Disney Star Wars you, television series. Are you hearing this, uh, f- listeners out there? And Lady Fatblood is more of a Star Trek fan. I am Star Trek ride but, or die. Right. Old but Star Trek. She I'm just not... said if they keep this up, 
Yeah. She will be... If you keep up the quality... Hanging up Mandalorian paintings in the bathroom. <laughs> if you keep up, <laughs> if you keep up the quality, like, if, if, if they have the same direction and the same care and attention to detail and attention to the story and development, right. like in the Obi-Wan, like, if they do this with the Obi-Wan series, oh my god, I yes. am, like, all yeah. over this. And if they, if they get another series and they keep this kind of quality up... Right. I'm like, dude, just fuck the films. Right. Keep doing this. And right. I know the movies. I think are they're going to do that. I know the movies are where the money is, but I think they've even thrown them in the, in the towel with trilogies. I think they've even said that they're not going to do trilogies for a while. Yeah, they're scaling back on that. Yeah, and so the, which, we could have episode ten, but we're following Lando and his daughter. <laughs> is that what we're doing? <laughs> now, sexy sumo. Like Lando's daughter. Now, sexy truth. sumo is here. You know, you could jump in and defend. You know, I mean. Um, you're, you're not as hard as you're not as hard on the new trilogy as we are. I'm not as finicky or picky about it. Right. Just, I mean, I, I I like a lot of things. I don't like a lot of things out of the whole right. the whole saga. But I mean, like me, I you enjoy I, it for what it is. I enjoy it for what it is. I mean, like the 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 original trilogy is always obviously spectacular. Right. You know, I didn't see that till like I was you know 18, 19 yeah. years old. Which I'm surprised. I had you've better, seen everything. I had no shit. <laughs> but again, I mean, again, I, I grew up watching. Mainly rated R movies. Shame on me. Yeah, but uh, it just eventually I got I I said I got to watch this to see what it's all about and, and you got hooked. I freaking loved it. It was great, man. And and then uh, I got to see the the re release in the theaters for episode four. Oh, nice. And then uh, but then I got I did too. But then I missed out on Empire and, and Return. Yeah, because which no, I regret. Nobody wanted to take me to the theater, so I, I regret because saw Empire in the theater, man. <laughs> oh. I regret not doing it. But then, I mean, after that, I was hooked. So then, eventually, when one, uh, two, and three came out, I mean, I you was ready to go. I was excited, man. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, one has some issues. Yeah. And then it has some good stuff. But at least, I mean, you are a fan. But at least you're you can still critique things, of course, and point out like, yeah, I see why people yeah, don't like, like it. Like I said, I, yeah. I I see the bad in it. Yeah. But you know what? I still like it overall. Yeah. I mean, I still sit there from time to time and just pop it in and watch it. Just because I like watching it. Yeah. So, see? Not as harsh on the newest trilogy as we yeah. are, guys. But there's fans. There's some people out there that love episode two. You know, the, the last to, one was to each, rushed, though. To each his own, I guess. That last one was rushed. They did cram quite a bit. Yeah. You know, just like Batman Everyone's Superman. Everyone's screaming about now. The J.J. Abrams cut? Slash George Lucas cut. Huh? Because the, the word is that before Disney stepped in and screwed the pooch mm-hmm. on the editing and the reshoots and all that shit... Yeah. The thing that they're saying is that J.J. Abrams had this massive collaboration with George Lucas on the story. What? George R. was the shit? <laughs> he was hiding? But they're, they're saying that J.J. was trying to, like, you know, collaborate story-wise with what? with George Lucas on the story, like, for ideas. and really? Where they could take things, like, with, with you know, Palpatine hmm. and all that. Yeah, you never know. You know. Cause, you never know what will happen. Because Disney, because George Lucas had ideas for this third trilogy and Disney's like oh thanks fuck you bye right they didn't care give my four million billion billion. yeah yeah Yeah. Um, but you know obviously with the reshoots and everything there was just everything basically got fingers crossed screwed for an Abrams cut Darth Jar Jar no (laughs) no Darth Jar Jar come on anyway back to the show so so yeah the show so obviously the funniest thing that I found about the show was that it took us a couple of episodes before we actually bit the bullet and got the subscription to Disney Plus. 
but I couldn't help but notice the next day after the first episode uploaded, I went to my gift set on my phone and I saw nothing but this little ridiculously adorable 80s style gremlin looking little motherfucker in the shape of a baby Yoda puppet and I'm like Jesus Christ what the fuck is that Yeah, are you kidding me is that what's in the fucking Mandalorian yeah, and all and of I, a sudden I, all yeah. I start hearing is oh my god baby Yoda baby Yoda I'm like what the fuck is this show doing I came across uh, uh, GIFs GIFs or GIFs? What the fuck? It, it depends on who you talk one's to. One's the I peanut butter, one's the computer. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Uh-huh. Oh, why do I love it? Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Why is my heart warm? All right, that's oh. it. Order Disney+. Plus. <laughs> we sold out. Fuck uh-huh. it. So anyway, anyway, back to the show. So clearly, the, sh- the series was inspired by samurai ronin films. We have uh, Western uh, inspiration here. And... Um, in this first, especially with this first episode, that whole end finale felt like the in action shootout sequence from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid when he got on the the little Gatling gun or whatever and was just rolling around, just murking. You know when the you know Pedro got on that gun and was murking all. I was like, this is Django. <laughs> this is fucking Django right here. And I was just like, dude, this is just... We had a western draw. We had almost a saloon scene. In some some scenes, you get a shame of a lone wolf and cub with we, him. We thought more about that in the, in the next episode. Because Yoda, you got little baby Yoda in the yes. little floating baby cart kind of little yes. thing. Little baby Chapter pod. 2, The Child. Yes. So having tracked down a valuable quarry the mandalorian must now contend with thieving bandits so let me just can I, let me just let me just give you my quick thoughts on the, on the <laughs> so we didn't know obviously we were staying away from all the spoilers for the first episode right and i think by the time we did the subscription we were maybe was it four or five episodes in i think i think so and i think we marathoned it all oh yeah like, we within, like we just marathoned the shit out of it yeah. waiting for the next episode and the first episode hits Baby Yoda makes the magical appearance. We pretty much just start gushing from the second, and we're just like, oh my god, I can't take this. And every time Baby Yoda shows up, I was like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't handle this. And so obviously he's sent to, he's sent to uh, take the kid back to the, the people. Um, what's, left to the, what's left of the Empire. Yes. Because yeah. at this point in the story, what's going on with the Empire? So that's after Return of the Jedi. A couple years after, Empire's fallen. So right. now you got the... Kind of like the Nazis, it just kind of went into hiding. Right. You know, yeah. They're just separated and they're just doing little hiding. And you know, for some reason, they really want Baby Yoda yeah. Yeah. for experiments or whatnot. We're not sure why yet. They want right. to test his force abilities. He, he ends up me- yeah. meeting up with this other droid that also has orders to get the kid, but his orders are to kill Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Mandalor- Mando is basically like looking back, forth, back, forth, and all of a sudden you get a shot. And down goes the droid. Right. And you realize that Mando has made the decision to say, fuck the orders, and he's going to protect the kid. And it's like, oh my god, this yeah. is the show. He's going to be protecting the baby. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, this is the fucking show. This is we why did, people call it the Baby Yoda show. I know. We, it we, gets worse in the second yeah. episode when he we really, didn't know, really... We didn't know right away that he was going to protect I, because he dropped him off, because and then he and then he realized, oh, that I, I fucked by up. By then, yeah, yeah. but the, that, the then he first, goes back to rescue that him. first scene though, when he 
you get the baby, the shot where the baby, yeah, you get the the hand shot. Yeah, he's, it's he's like, like he's poking it's him. It's like, oh my yeah. god, he's he's got the feels. He's got the feels. <laughs> yeah. the I see that baby Yoda hand like reaching yeah. out to grab it. Yeah. So at that point, I I had assumed yeah. that it was going to be him, like. Yeah. You know, protect. But then, obviously, in the second episode, that goes in a different direction. But then it goes back to the whole, oh, he's going to, you know, end up protecting the kid. But that was, I think I started, like, getting a little too excited into that first episode. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God, he loves the baby already. Oh, my God, it's yeah. going to be the baby on the show. <laughs> and, but, and, yeah. and then the next episode, we that's when we were thinking immediately, oh, we got some lone wolf and cub adventures. Yes. A really inspired El here. Topo. <laughs> El Topo. El <laughs> Topo. Oh, God. <laughs> El Topo. Yeah. yeah. If you guys want to see an interesting western, and that's all we're gonna say, uh, yeah, have fun with that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he runs into Quill. Very interesting, fun character. What is? What do we end up finding out? Quill's background was. Do you remember? Oh. He man. was a slave, right? Yeah. And he was forced to, to work for the Empire. Right. To do you know do the mechanical stuff and pretty much he, was he like, earned his freedom. Yeah. And he's. Kind of in his own way, paying for it, his misdeeds. Well, yeah, well, after, his after the empire went down, he just he was free, right? Yeah. So he was right. kind of roaming on his own in the in that planet, and, right? And now he just he feels that for whatever treachery happened with the with the empire that he was a part of, which even though he didn't want to do it, he, right, just, he right, wants right. to just be good. And, I'm on my second beer already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty laughs> Let much me know when you want another one. You know, I'm good with this one. All right, man. All right. I'm feeling it. Um, Spiked tea, Lady Fat Blood? No? You good? All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to uh, Quill. Yeah, Quill. So yeah, so he just wanted to, you know, make up for, for the bad deeds he did and, yeah. and help out. But uh, two is when their relationship began, when they kind of meet met each other. But I just, you know, the I have spoken dialogue. I was like, look at this little dude that's talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, don't even give a, you don't even give a fuck that's Mandalorian he's talking to, you know? The, you know, you know the, 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 the truth is, that's actually Nick Nolte without makeup. It's <laughs> 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 first thing in the morning. That's it. He gets up, has a <laughs> cup of coffee and a cigarette, and he gets to go. It's the most honest work he's had in forever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but so far, so good in the show, enjoying it. Uh, now, the big one is right here, Chapter 3, The Sin. Episodes, episode 3, uh, it's about the battered Mandalorian returns to his client for reward, but some deals don't end neatly. And that's when he, you know, kind of makes the decision to protect Yoda, get Yoda back. Baby Yoda, excuse us. The child. The child. Yes. And uh, at this point, because of his misdeeds within the guild, uh, he's kind of made enemies with Carl Weathers' character. Yep. And uh, so now he's basically fighting the guild. He's fighting. He's, he's fighting what's left of the stormtroopers that's in that area, and he's fighting the the guild. And we have this amazing badass sequence where the fucking Mandalorians uh, in his clan yeah. show up at the end. Uh, rocket packs and all. Help the brother out, man. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and whoever directed this one, I forget the female's name. This is Deborah Chow, and I okay. think she's the one who's in charge of the Obi-Wan show. The episode 3 and episode 7 supposedly is two of the fans' favorites. I'm pretty fans sure. Of this show. I'm pretty that's sure their two favorite episodes. She's the one that's going to be she, yeah, spearheading she, the Obi-Wan show. Woo-hoo-hoo. What? What's her name? Who directed it? Deborah Chow. Yeah. That's her so name. she did okay. she did episode three and seven, which is everyone's favorites. Right. And uh she's doing Obi Wan. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I don't so, know. If, I don't know, like how far capacity, like if she's going to be producing it, or right. like what kind of, like how far involved. Right. But I know she's going to have a a pretty good deal to do with well, it. Well, I'm just happy she at least knows how to film action. Yeah. That's my concern. That's really so good. I'm happy about that. So, you know, fingers crossed for the future of uh, Obi Wan TV series. But yeah, chapter three was fucking badass. Great fight action shooting sequence at the end. And now, the next two episodes, a lot of fans have issues with, and I think they're probably the weakest of the series. They're not bad episodes. They're completely fine for what they are, but this is the critique of what people kind of like, well, I was going to give it 10, so- 10 stars, but these two, ep- these two next episodes kind of bring it down to like an eight and a half. But that's what other people, we're going to talk about what we felt. Right. But that's what a lot of people think. So I might agree with a few things. We'll see how this goes. So basically, we so so far, what have we said? We've had Lone Wolf and Cub mo- moments. We've had Django moments. We've had Fistful of Dollars moments. Mm. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid moments. Don't forget Elton. And El now, <laughs> stop oh. talking about El Topo. <laughs> We're going to traumatize people. They're going to go watch El Topo. They're going to think they're watching a, ooh, look at this little, this old school western. Yep. And then they're going to be like, what the fuck? I'm traumatized. What the hell did I just watch? And then you're going to. You're a sick man. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna contact me. And be like, mm, Sexy Sumo <laughs> recommend that. Well, it's not my fault, man. He says what's on his mind. That's it. So the next episode. I have spoken. <laughs> OGP, um, a buddy of ours, filmmaker, YouTuber. Uh, he posted something on Facebook, and he said, "What the fuck was chapter?" Well, first, he said chapter five, put him to sleep. He said chapter four, "What the fuck is this?" I feel like a nine-year-old wrote this. So I kind of get what he's. I kind of get what he's saying. So for me, this was the Seven Samurai exactly. episode. Exactly, it's exactly what it was. So it I don't know. If- a, it was just a 25, 26 minute version of Seven Samurai. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I don't know if OGP seen Seven Samurai or knows it exists. Either way, though. Seven Samurai is how long of a movie? Very long. It's a very long it's a very, film. It's very, very long film. It's a, it's a classic <laughs> or movie. Or 26 episode anime, depending it's, on it's what It's one you're of watching. the greatest movies ever made. Yes, but very good film. It's one of those that, okay, let's cram maybe a three-hour movie into one episode <laughs> yeah. of The Mandalorian. <laughs> and that's why it felt, I, I, I kind of get his vibe. Yeah. That's where it kind of felt really rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was almost beat for beat. All oh, the villagers are getting persecuted by the bandits. You got the random widowed mother who, for no reason, can use a gun really well. Yeah. The widow was like a skilled marksman, and where well, the rest of the villagers couldn't do shit, it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah, it's very. It was very. It sure. Felt, it felt. Yeah. It did felt squished. Yeah. Um, uh, could it be possible she has some training in the past? It's if possible. she did, it just, we'll never know. It was just fe- <laughs> it was and, one of those. It was yeah. um, it was uh, what's her name, I, Olivia Wilde from The Predator. We'll never know. We'll never know why she can use a gun. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck you. How dare you ask? <laughs> now you're goddamn she's a, business. She's a military scientist. Okay. Anyway, uh, did but, I see Olivia Wilde? <laughs> I know, I was like... Oh, you Olivia could, Munn. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was like, wait a minute. I'm Olivia's fucked Olivia up. Olivia Wilde. Apologies. Yeah, Olivia Munn. Next man? Olivia Munn. Yeah. Olivia Munn was. Okay. Yeah. 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 She was Psylocke. There you go, Psylocke. Cosplay Psylocke. Which, I think I saw a thumbnail of her being on that new show on... The Marvel show. Was it Shang-Chi or... Uh, Mo- oh, that's the movie? Quang-Chi? 
Oh yeah, the, I the saw Master Kung Fu. I saw a picture Would of her. There. Boo! Stop casting Olivia Munn <laughs> because I think she's playing the same character. She's playing Psylocke. I think so. It looks like it looked just like that character. Oh Jesus! But Maybe it's a cameo. Are they actually going to give her more dialogue? Because they like said they first X Men teaser of or first teaser of X Men character and oh, oh. so fine. Okay, fine. Maybe wait, they're better. Wait, I thought Disney they owns it. But why would they admit that's a Fox? It's an old Fox property. I thought they would just start recasting everybody now because it's Disney. Apparently, they, oh they god, their... stop making Olivia Munn a thing. She's not a thing. <laughs> Nobody wants her as a thing. Jesus. <laughs> well, some people want her as a thing. I'm sure. <laughs> not as an acting thing. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what's gonna pay the bills? Uh, we get introduced to Gina Carano's character. You want to go in her little black story? What? That she's hot. <laughs> Uh, American well, Gladiators? <laughs> Real life uh, kickboxer slash mixed martial artist, uh, Gina Carano, slash turned actor now. And uh, Deadpool. She, right? Yeah, Deadpool and many other things. Uh, she's in this, she, we get introduced to her in this. I like her little fight and banter with the Mandalorian back and forth was, was fun. She used to be an ex-trooper, I believe. Yes. Right? Was What do they call her? Uh, the villain will go, will go into him a little bit later, uh, but he mentioned that she was from Alderaan. Yeah, uh, was she? Did he say she was a shock trooper? Shock trooper, shock trooper yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's a fucking badass. Uh, no problem. Have no issues. Her going toe to toe or holding her own against the Mandalorian. I have no issue. I have no problems with that. Uh, but yeah, the, the episode itself was seven, seven samurai in forty five minutes. <laughs> Not even forty-five minutes. These, these episodes—that's something you got to. Thirty minutes. These—they're barely thirty minutes. They're very short. Yeah. This is not Game of Thrones. Sorry, babe. Right. These are not Game of Thrones. Yeah. These are not fifty-minute, right, right, hour-long right, right, right. episodes. These are very short. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but I was okay. I, I I feel I can feel the squeeze, uh, but I was okay with it uh, because it was oh, okay. They're doing Seven Samurai thing. That's what they're doing. Um. That's the one that's the, the best oh, scene, right? With the, uh, Baby Yoda holding the cup of coffee? Yeah. The, all the Baby Yoda moments, probably in the episode, were, were, were definitely the positives in uh, Sanctuary Episode 4. <laughs> uh, but the only thing that I was just kind of like, okay. It was it was a nice thought. It was nice. But I was kind of like, alright. Was, was the widower. Her trying to get, you know, Pedro... The Mandalorian, the Mando, to stay, yeah. retire there, and and I'm kind of like, did you know this guy for like five minutes? She wants some dumb, dude. <laughs> I get Mandalorian. It. Well, just just fuck. She's her just things. fuck. You don't She's have to. Good things about Mandalorian. You don't man. have to change him. <laughs> you don't have to marry him. If you're horny, fuck. Yep. And move, then kick him out of your house. That's it. Just uh, I mean, off that she, Who knows. He could be a he could be fucking hideous if he takes the mask off. Leave the mask on. You know he could look like fucking. Does that mean? Hey, he's... you guys, <laughs> like, sloth. Mean, just because he doesn't take off the helmet, he, he can't take off his pants. <laughs> Maybe she likes it with the helmet on. There you go. Ooh. That's two helmets just to wear. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt kind of like maybe an attraction. I can kind of buy, but she was trying to get back. She was trying to get her a mask. Yep. She was trying to get a hubby. She well, needed somebody son, to raise that kid. Her son needs a new daddy, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's like it just—it just—it's just like nowadays, man. This girl is trying to find a, a baby daddy, <laughs> and that's what she was after. So she Mandalorian, she's like, man, that's expensive. Real armor. life. This guy can buy a lot of things. 
what did you think of the uh was it what was that? Was it an, that wasn't an at at ATST ATST? Yes. What do you think of that, that shot one. of in the forest so chasing them with the red eyes? With the red eyes. That was yeah. kind of dope. That was I kind of like that. Um. So yeah. Even when it was destroying everybody, he was just blasting. Yeah. Away. It was great. Up to this point, a fine episode. Definitely had entertaining moments, but probably the weakest so far out of the four. Now, chapter five. Now, give your honest opinion of chapter five, which is the gunslinger. So, on a familiar desert planet, the Mandalorian helps a rookie bounty hunter who was in over his head. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Chun-Li, right? Yeah, we like Chun-Li. Yeah, Chun-Li was good. <coughs> Even though she didn't really do that much, but no. she sold the presence that she was she a was badass. A great sniper. Yeah. So, what you know, babe, what's your thoughts? You and, uh, you know, Sumo's thoughts on the gunslinger. This is the one that we're... Another one where people were like, this really felt like filler. I mean, it didn't yeah, really do... It was do... kind of put together. The guy was a douchebag in there. I mean, I thought it was a bit slow. Um, and I I, I... I think it was like, okay, you got this this young upstart who wants to make a name for himself at Mando's expense. Yeah. And he ends up getting his, obviously. Right. Um, but then now you've got this whole intrigue because it kind of ended on a mystery. Yeah. Right? Because didn't she end up getting killed by somebody else? He killed her. Well, yes. Who, who, well, that's the uh, the Mando. He ended up. But didn't somebody? Didn't something else happen at the end that was like a mystery? Am I remember? Well, I thought I thought the bounty hunter killed Chun Li because she convinced him Mandalorian's a lot more valuable than me. Uh-huh. So I thought I thought he shot her. He's like, oh yeah, you're right. And they thought right. he was waiting for Mando to show up, and then or he tried to take him and Mando. That's right because him. he came back and she was already down. Right. Right. I believe so. It's been a while since we've seen it, so for for incorrects, we apologize. But that's kind of the vibe. But was anything else in this episode around all of that really worth mentioning? Yeah, in terms of where are we going with the story? In terms of, I know I know he had issues with his ship. Mm -hmm. He dropped it off. The garage lady took care of Baby Yoda and took care of his ship. The lady from Stranger with Candy. (laughs) Um, Maybe. Yeah, Yeah, you're probably right on that one. Uh, but anything else happened that was of of importance? Because then it did was kind of a filler episode. Yeah, it was just kind of just kind of so again together. So we're not really disagreeing, I guess, too much with the with the people's negatives, negative Nancys out there that they had. But issues didn't with this. didn't something else happened at the end of that? There was like something mysterious ended up happening at the end of that episode. With it was with somebody came up to to um, Chun Li's body at the end. And it was like a setup for something else, and it, we never found out what that was. Okay, so that so there was I just that. remember something mysterious happened at the end of that episode. So at least that's that why I'm happened. remembering things incorrectly. But I do remember something happened at the very end of that episode that okay. was like, what was that? It was like that moment from fucking the first season of Daredevil with that big buff dude that yeah, was like yeah. asking Stick, "Is he ready?" And we never found out who the yeah. fuck that guy was, and that <laughs> never went anywhere yeah. in any of the seasons of any of the shows that we ever yeah. saw ever again. He yeah. never came up he again. He looked like a fu- he was like fucking Akuma. Yeah, but that happened at the end of that episode. It was like yeah. this mysterious figure that walked up to the body or something was like that. Was it him? Was it him? Which one him? Yeah. I don't know. But we never I don't think we what ever saw that. What is his name, please? I don't It's Gus Fring. Yeah, from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I want some chicken now. But yes. um, yeah, Pollos I, Hermanos. That was like the only thing I remember. No, I said Pollos Hermanos. Oh. That's the restaurant he owned. Oh, uh, ooh, who was he? he was... Well, she's gonna look up his name. But yeah, maybe it was him. I don't know. Wasn't he General something? 
Yeah, but we'll get to that. But that was the only thing I remember happening at the very end of that, where it was like, that was the only thing that happened that... Yeah. What was that noise? Okay, I thought that was like something stopping on the... Beer can number two is gone, going to three now. Um, But that was the only thing that I remember happening in that episode that's like, oh, what was that all about? Okay. And... I don't think anything ever came of that so okay. far, but I was like, oh, maybe, so, maybe that'll happen later on in the yeah. next season. We'll have a flashback to this. Right. So far, the so the show's been really good about recapping things to let you know, hey, yeah. you remember this? Because now it's coming back here. So yes. it's been really good about doing I'd that. I enjoyed that. that yeah, was that's, that's been pretty nice. So four and five, not horrible episodes. Had their entertaining moments. I was still with the show. I still like the show. But chapter six, for me... I was like, this is the best episode on this really show. Good. Yes. And we have The Prisoner. The Mandalorian is part of a crew of mercenaries springing a convict from a prison ship. That's right. So let's talk about that. Um, yeah, so like the synopsis says, uh, this one was kind of like, it ended up becoming not a horror episode, but it had kind of elements by the end of it. <laughs> right. It got creepy and got dark. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was that was kind of a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Bill Burr had the, the oh nice God, comedic relief on that. It was really good. Bill Burr was cracking me up only because it's Bill Burr. Yeah. Like, at first. At first it was like, oh my God, what is Bill Burr doing in this fucking episode? But, um... <laughs> Always being his dick self. But you know, it was, was kind of like, ah, he's fine. Yeah. The kind of character he's playing, it was like, nah, it's fine. It's, yeah, at it's first, fine. I was I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, Bill Burr. Yeah. And it looked a little weird. But by the middle episode, I was like, oh, he's perfectly casted for this type of character. Yeah. So I didn't have any issues with it. And, and as you pointed out, uh, Bill Burr, you pointed that out when we were talking about the show the other day, that Bill Burr has given Star Wars their first curse word. Yeah, man. Yes. And put it out there. I got my lovely little Clancy Brown fix. Yeah. Yes. I love me some Clancy Brown. Mr. Yes. And also the Kurgan. Yeah. Also Sergeant Zim. <laughs> also just about any fucking video game character you can think of <laughs> from any platform yeah. you could name. I don't know what alien he was, but his he was like fucking indestructible. That was hilarious. Yeah. I When the two, do- when they had this fight scene with Mando and the two doors shut... I thought his head got <laughs> smashed, and then later he's like, "Oh, I got a headache or yeah, something." This like, is not R-rated Star Wars. <laughs> well, anyway, he you know he, he he meets up with Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Bobby, <laughs> and um, they have a past, obviously. And he's like, "Hey, I'll give you this if you go on this run and get this guy uh, out of prison." And because uh, he needed parts for the ship. Yes, right? yes, yeah. so that was the deal, and Mandel. Uh, Teamed up with the ragtag and ragamuffins. And so we have Bill Burr, <laughs> who's like this expert marksman. He's good with, he's good with, his, he, they said he was good. He's good with his pistols, yeah. yeah. Was like, I wasn't a stormtrooper, asshole! Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a good shot, like the one dude on, what is it, X-Men? Where he's, was, it, was it Wolverine Origins? Remember the guy with the, the Asian dude with the pistols? Was, I forget his name. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Anyways, he was good with the pistols. Yeah. He was kind of leading it, but still kind of fucking up the mission. Yeah. And then we have Clancy Brown, who's obviously he's the heavy. And then we have the... What, what's the alien race? Twi- oh. Twyla? Uh, Twi- 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 Twi-
There's an act. Is it Twilight? Is that the one? Twilight. There you go. Twilight. Twilight. It's okay. L E K, right? I just want to make sure I'm not saying Twilight. L E K. Yeah. Okay. Twilight. Twilight. Lick. Lick. Yeah. Lick. Played by the actress uh, wonderfully who was on Game of Thrones. Fuck that show. So yeah, she was fun, having fun being over the top. Obviously, has a past with Mando. She was licking her chops every time he yeah. was around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, a little body pain throughout got, like, the show. He's got a big I think, one, I think. Kanye. <laughs> he beat me to the punch. <laughs> Sexy sumo. <laughs> Mando's packing. He's packing. That's what's happening here. Over. This is the way. That is the way yeah. to the butt. <laughs> <laughs> this channel's not for children. No, if you didn't know that it's already. It's verbal nectar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they go on this prison breakage. You find out it's Twilight's brother. It's like the cube. Yeah, like <laughs> the cube. And I just really, like, I was really loving the show even more now because it's so scaled back. It's not these huge, gigantic, massive ship battles or anything like that. It's just scaled back. We hit, we are folk, we're introducing these characters, we know their personalities. You know, we're, 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 you know, we're in the ship, going down these corridors, you know, on our little action adventure here. And we get some really good action in this episode. Like, Mando's throwing down, fucking up the, what were they, were the more droids in there? And he's yeah, the, fucking the, them the, up. The guard droids already? Yeah, the guard oh, droids. Um, we had a cameo, well, not a cameo, but it was a, a cameo from one of the race aliens from uh, Solo. Remember that one pilot that was helping out them, uh, them in the beginning? He was kind of... He was like, what is this, the rocket rac- ra- rocket raccoon of of Star oh, Wars? Man, who was that? And he ended up dying. He was like the pilot of the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. well, his species like showed up in the prison some in this yeah, episode. Yeah, it was uh, one, of the, one of the cells, right? Yeah, so that was just, you know, pointless uh, information sharing this with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, just great episode. Some damn hilarious moments. Some really good action. Oh, Lady Fatblood. And and my and yours, all our favorite part. One of the favorite parts of the film was when Mando was sneaking up on Bill Burr. Oh, that yeah. was fucking dope. The direction of that, he's yeah. like fucking Batman. The lights were going in and out, and he kept getting closer and closer. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Now here's here's my uh, prediction. Season two, we're gonna see all these characters again. Because they all lived. It's, it's true. So why not? But we don't know about Chun-Li on this. Well, not Chun-Li. I mean, in this episode. Oh, just in this episode alone? Yeah. yeah, they all did live. They all lived. Yeah. Well, no, because remember they shot up the ship at the end? No, the ones that ended up, the Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill the, Burr, the, crew, they the chick. He locked them in prison. Yeah, in the jail. They ended up surviving. Okay, but, but the brother, because he returned the brother to the station yes. with the guy that hired him in the first right. place. Bobby. Bobby. And then he leaves the tracking. Bobby. They had this yeah. whole thing with the tracking device. And he ended up tricking, because he knew he was going to get double-crossed by them, yeah. so he leaves the tracker with... The Rose Squadron? Yeah. They came and the X-Wings come Mando up. Mando leaves up. the tracker on yeah, Twi'lek's brother. So the brother presumably is dead, along yeah. with the guy that hired him. He killed Sam Crow. But the three, the three that... <laughs> killed Sam Crow. Yes. The, I, I heard that the three pilots in those uh, um, they were like X-Wings there were other directors for the... Yeah, with like Rebels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of fun. The three pilots in the X-Wings that attacked the station. They were like writers or creators of it's other possible. properties. Yeah. 
But great episode. Great switcheroo-y. Oh, oh we're forgetting Richard Iote. Richard Iote. Yeah, yeah we're forgetting we have a him. Couple, it's funny. We have, we have two uh, actors slash writers slash anything you will uh, that were a part of this as droids. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Iote, who is a droid in this, who you might know if you ever watched uh, The IT Crowd. He played, played Moss. Moss. Or if you've ever seen um, The Mighty Boosh. He played characters in that. Garth Marenghi's Dark, Dark Place. Place. One of the greatest shows of all time. <laughs> Sexy Sumo fight is me, down. He's a fan me. of the show as well. Yes, I will fight you show. to the death. I will die on that hill. Um... <laughs> He was a droid. He was the droid in that episode, and then in the final episode, well, you find out it's the same droid that was in the first episode. Gets reprogrammed. You find out that droid is played by Taiko Waititi. Yeah. What? Who also directed the final episode? What? But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but that but was that was quite easy to find out. Oh out. yeah, and we were talking about how we really loved the look of the droid, who was with the ragtag ragamuffins piloting the ship because. Uh-huh. It was it was a fucking practical effects. It was a real person in a in a top, the top half. Yeah, was a real person in a robot suit. You could tell because it looked fucking real. But the legs were a mixture of CGI parts. Yeah, for some of the parts, where they look all and it you know yeah look all mechanical. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's which, that's the point of CGI is, is enhancing the practical, making it look awesome. Which is something we haven't talked about, um, Baby Yoda. Baby oh, Yoda, yeah. but the, the, this whole show, this whole time, which we haven't we haven't talked about Baby Yoda at all in terms of we talked about how fucking adorable and sickening it is, yes. how cute he is. As sexy, eat it. Yeah, as sexy yeah. soup. I told him I can't take it. Yeah. I can't take more Baby Yoda. I can't, I can't handle the cuteness. Yeah, yeah. When Sexy Sumo mentioned, he's like, he's so cute it makes you want to throw up. Yes. Exactly. There you go. Um, Just want to cook him in the oven. You know, um, Baby Yoda has... You want to burn Baby Groot to keep <laughs> Baby Yoda warm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Baby Yoda is also a mixture of practical and CGI. And effects. look how amazing he and looks. And it's, it's, it's so effective. And it's like, you know, I... It's more realistic feel. Though. I yeah. don't. I. I'm never one of those people that says practical is always better. But I think it's been proven yes. that when you mix the two, I think Lord of the Rings is the standard. Yeah. Lord of the Rings had probably the most mixed application. The the Peter Jackson trilogy back in the early 2000s. Those films had the most mixture of in camera effects mm-hmm. like tricks, forced perspective, miniatures, this and that. Mixed with CGI, which was constantly evolving throughout the production of the of the franchise or yeah. the, of the of the trilogy, and that's the way you want to go. You want to bring the best of all your tricks yes. of the yes. trade. When you rely too heavily on one or the other, you get. I'm sorry, Harbinger down. I'm sorry. I apologize. I know you guys did your best. I know you did your best, but you get Harbinger down where yeah. you try. To do that, where it's all practical, but you have such a little budget, and you, you don't have the right lighting, and you don't have everything yeah. you need, where it looks hokey, it looks it like a bad puppet show, you have that, yeah. and then you have the the second trilogy of prequels, where it's almost all CGI, which I hate to stick up for Phantom Menace, but Phantom Menace had some sets. They did, yeah. They had some sets, yeah. but then you go to Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, and yeah. it's like, whoa... It's yeah. almost nothing but... And all you see is CGI. You yeah. see the green screen. And, even, and even some <clears throat> of the CGI in Lord of the Rings is seems dated. Some of it, of course, is going to be. And that's, yeah. that's the problem. With CGI but the point you're is, making, a good mixture of both. It's 
always best when you it blend. The test of time. It is always best when you when you just you take your best elements mm-hmm. from all of your tricks of the trade and you blend them together, and that's always going to be what holds up the best. Yeah. And you've got this show already where you've got close-ups of Baby Yoda, and it's physical, and it's tangible, and you can see the actors holding it, and yeah. you can see them interacting with it. Making them walk. Yeah. And you've got you've got the, the expressions that yeah. he's constantly making with a stupid little adorable mouth of his mm-hmm. going, yeah, you little bastard. I just want to freaking noogie your little freaking green head. Which was a hilarious, you know, scene where, you know, uh, the Richard Iode droid uh, gets wind of the guild, you know, hunting for Mando because of the he's holding the child, the child's valuable, or he's going to look for the child, mm-hmm. and he's about to shoot the child, and uh, the, the child Yoda is, baby Yoda is like hiding, and then he's like, oh, fuck it, I can't hide anymore. So he tries to use force powers, and then boom, the droid's chest bursts open, and Yoda looks at his hand, and he's like, huh? <laughs> and then the droid falls over, and it's just Mandel. Yeah. Shot the droid in the back, which was hilarious. So, and uh, b- before their bonding... What kind of helped with their bonding was, you know, we didn't really talk about Baby Yoda that much earlier, but him saving Mando. Yeah, when he was uh, trying to wrestle that big monster for the egg, right? Yeah. Yeah, so what we've been finding out throughout the series at this point is that the the child has been demonstrating a great amount of force sensitivity. Now, we also know that this baby is 50 years old. Right. So we've come to the obvious conclusion that they age very differently than very slowly. most most species that we are aware of at this point. And that's why he doesn't speak. He right. just makes little noises. <laughs> and he looks like an adorable little gremlin from the 80s. We will be buying the Funko Pop. Yeah, good job, The 10-inch size. you got us. I, I recommend the actual vinyl head and uh, soft body uh, one that's coming out. Mm. It looks really nice. As long as it looks like Baby Yoda. I think NECA might be releasing it. If it looks just like Baby Yoda, then yell. Oh, it's... it's, Third beer is done. I'm going for number four. It's it's real cool because... Could uh, you please not die tonight? Yeah. (laughs) That'd be great. Could you not? It's just beer. Oh, my God. It's just beer. Anyway, so... The body is plush. So, so the the baby has been demonstrating all this force sensitivity, but what I've really been enjoying about this and some people... Some people who like to troll other people are screaming, Mary Sue! Mary Sue! Which I'm like, you know what? You're you're not paying attention. Every time Baby Yoda does this, he gets all tuckered out! And he it's passes hilarious. out out of exhaustion, which is just so fucking cute. Um, but he's getting a little bit better at it. He's uh, gaining a little more control. Doesn't get knocked out for as long an amount of time. Every time he uses it, he seems to get a little bit stronger out of it. Um... So that's that's something else that we're speculating. Why are they going after him? You know, what are they, you know, that's something that, you know, that's one of the mysteries of the show is like, what are they doing with him? What do they want from him? Right. Who is he? Where did he come from? Right. Why is he so force sensitive? You know, that's some of the questions that we still have yet yeah. to answer in the yeah. show, which is, you know, what season two is going to be for, hopefully. But anyway, back to the episode. Chapter six was the one where I was like, God damn it. I'm, if I wasn't on board already. Yeah. You know, this has brought me back. So, good shit. Smashing, smashing shit. Now, Chapter 7, The Reckoning. An old contact extends an invitation for the Mandalorian to make peace with his enemies. Sorry, I had to burp. Sweet baby Yoda. Yeah. See? Sexy sumo showing something. What what is this? Never mind, Pop. It's from (laughs) Mattel, dude. (coughs) It's actually Mattel. Final head, plush body. Yeah. Oh, and it's 11 inch. Yes. So it's one inch bigger than the Funko Pop version. Yes. Damn it. 
Yeah, we're going to have to give in by that. <laughs> Sweet thing, man. Damn you. Consume. Yeah. Obey. <laughs> we have you nerds by the balls. In they you. live. They live. Uh, but yeah, chapter seven, another fan favorite. Uh, uh, everybody loves this one. So let's talk about this one. <coughs> chapter seven. Uh, let me see. That's the one where they're trapped uh, in the bar, right? Yeah. So uh, oh, ag- the tie fighter. Yes. So they get contacted by uh, Carl Weathers' yeah. character, Apollo, and he's kind of like, "Look, I got this idea. I got this plan. Let's team up." And then kind of bamboozle and hoodwink the Empire that still wants the child. Let's right. do it. And we have a whole. And so you know. Mandel's like, all right, fuck it. You know, I made everyone's my fucking enemy at this point. I'm being hunted everywhere. All right, let's do this. So he he runs into Gina Carano's character again, and Quill's character, and they do this team up. <coughs> Excuse me. And one of the hilarious things happened. They're around a uh, kind of well, they have a little not a campfire, not a camp, but they have a little fire brewing in the desert. And they get attacked by these alien, these winged alien creatures. Oh yeah, well, kind of which like was a, a pretty cool scene. And they're in the dark, right? Yeah. And Carl Weathers gets fucked up. And here we have our scene of Baby Yoda. He's basically going to bleed out and die. Carl Weathers' character, and we have Baby Yoda sneaking his way over there like a little ninja, a little adorable ninja, wooga wooga. Yeah, and gets his little ninja now, stars. Something we haven't mentioned and little is katanas. that we've already hinted. Baby Yoda has already made an effort to try to force heal Mando, but Mando misinterpreted what he was doing, and so he pushed him away in an earlier right. episode. So this time around, we actually get to see, for the first time, Baby Yoda do the actual force healing, right. which is what I suspect the reason Disney Plus wanted to air this before oh, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, had it. So that yeah. way people weren't screaming, why the fuck is Ray doing force healing when we've never seen this before? In the lore, outside of the films, mm-hmm. in Rebels or anything else that you may know of, right. was force healing a thing? I never saw it till now. Okay. Okay. I was watching an episode of... Uh, this was a YouTube channel. He does all if these Star the Wars. that's Qui-Gon would have still been alive, man. He could have just healed his <laughs> Right, right. Uh, Anakin could have healed Padme. Yeah. Uh, what they hadn't but, been taught that yet. Yeah. Okay? That's Obi-Wan was still learning. Okay, that's why he didn't save Qui-Gon. Okay. <laughs> there's all level right. there's levels to this Jedi. Okay, alright. Okay. You just don't get it. So I watched a story, a very interesting story about Darth Revan, the prodigal knight, and I instantly became fans uh, a fan, excuse me, of the story of Revan. There's comic books, there's books, but He's mostly popular from being from uh, Knights of the Old Republic video game, uh, the very popular video game that came out many years ago. And 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 Sexy Sumo is showing us more. He's torturing us here. Sorry, showing us more Baby Yoda items. Comes with accessories, gonna, man. Accessories. Yeah, yeah. It comes with the frog. It and comes it, with the frog, so you can cup. feed Baby Yoda the frog. Got the little, That's what you're showing us right now. Little drink cup. <laughs> you know? God damn it. Anyway, I'm trying to get down here. Anyway, uh, Darth Revan, the story of the Prodigal Knight, uh, was introduced in the Knights of the Old Republic video game. 
a very popular video game back in the day, which I've never played. Yeah, I was going to ask you. But in did. that, I could have sworn in the stories and all the lore that I was watching on this YouTube channel, this guy was talking about the saga of Darth Revan. He mentions uh, that he did have uh, force healing. Mm. And uh, Darth Malak was another character that ended up having the ability to absorb energy. What about Pelagus? That's the other one that Sidious was talking about. Did he have that Where he could actually bring back the dead. Right, right. So outside of the lore, uh, it's kind of been there, I guess. Right there. But in in the film and TV medium, uh, we're being introduced to it for the first time. I don't really have an issue with Baby Yoda doing it. Um, we had issues. We didn't have issues with the Force healing in Rise of Skywalker. We just had issues with some of the plot with Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, that was the but we didn't have issues with the healing was, itself. That honestly was the thing I, I didn't have issue with in the Rise of Skywalker. because if Was you the want, Force healing. If you want to argue anything, you know. It's more plot issues. Well, you want to argue anything. It's like, well, she had the Jedi texts. She mm-hmm. could learn anything she wanted to. Right. In, in that goddamn film, because she's had them for we don't know how long. We don't right. know exactly how long it's been in between the, the films. Between both? Yeah, she's been reading the texts. You know, she could technically. But then people. Could she's s- super sensitive. We already know she's a Palpatine. But then people could say, well, if Luke had the texts, why didn't he heal his dad? Luke didn't have the text yet. Yeah, he didn't have it at that time. Oh. Yeah, Luke was still. Luke technically hadn't been fully trained. He was a Jedi, Jedi sure. Knight, right? But he didn't have anything yet. Right. And at that point, That's you know. True. But I'm just saying, okay. it's like, she had the text. We already know she's super strong because of her lineage. Okay, you've already, you've already, you've already dusted that problem right there. She's a right. Palpatine. So, fuck off with your bitching. about. And I'm not a Ray cheerleader. She's a Skywalker. Fuck that. <laughs> she's, I'm just Walker. saying, I'm just saying, she's a Palpatine. So, you know, you can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can like. Stop complaining about why she's so powerful. Yeah. It's because she's a Palpatine, so stop complaining about that. Right. Okay, and I'm not saying it all explains everything, but it does. If yeah. you want to be simple... She had electricity come in her hands. There you go. Yeah. So I'm just saying she had the text. She could learn anything she wanted to. So I didn't have a problem with that. Now, people have been complaining. Oh, you're going to complain about Ray, but you're not going to complain about Baby Yoda. Well, you know, in this universe, we've got, we've got things that are already more intuitive. Right. You've got things that are more intuitive. And I don't have a problem with that. Execute order, plot convenience. <laughs> sure, why not? And he's a baby and he's adorable. So we have this yeah. hilarious scene where baby We also Yoda... have something that's expending a whole lot of energy and passing out. Yes. And getting tired and exhausted. Something that Ray never once had issue with. Right. So you've got characters that expend all this energy and they're perfectly fine. Like right. six. You know, <laughs> expend like... all the energy you pass out. Oh. We can't have Ray be sexual, sorry. <laughs> it would have been fun, but... She has no privates. <laughs> Where the fuck are we going with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And you're not the one drinking the beer. Yeah. Uh, here well, we go. One beer does it for me. <laughs> anyway, so we have this hilarious sequence where Baby Yoda's sneaking his way over there to, to heal uh, Apollo Creed, uh, Carl Weathers' character, <laughs> and he goes... I thought it was going to throw the towel. <laughs> throw in the towel. <laughs> just throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. Throw the damn towel. <laughs> and he's and Baby Yoda's reaching out to touch his wound, and he goes, "He's gonna eat me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious, but no, he heals him, and after that, Carl Weathers were like, "Oh fuck!" No, I love this little dude yeah, now. He's I want my own little plush. Like, he fuck. 
He turned yeah. into chubs. Yeah. So he ends up killing uh, two other people of the guild that were with him. Carl Weathers kills them because he feels bad now. Because the so, whole thing was a trap, obviously. The yeah. whole thing they were going to betray them of and course. turn the kid into the original people that wanted him in the first place. What if the healing turned him good? Like the energy put in him mm. all of a sudden made him the good guy. Well, then that would be Ooh. manipulative and wrong, so we're not going to get into that theory. <laughs> that would be terrible. Hey, the implications man. of that are horrendous. Oh, no, my God. Medical Orians do a lot of things. Oh, my God. <laughs> medical Orians alone are evil. <laughs> oh, I can imagine Baby Yoda's medical Orian account. It's through the roof, man. Oh, man. I think Anakin's will high. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, he turns uh, to the good side, at least temporarily. Because he's he's still the leader of the guild, or at least that guild in that area. Uh, so anyway, he's like, "Well, fuck it. We still got to kind of go through with this, and you know, don't worry. This it should be like should be like four stormtroopers. That's yeah. all. Should be fine. Some minimum security. Yeah, you know. And then we'll, you know, you, you'll I'll take you as a prisoner. I'll take Mando as a prisoner, and we'll have it all rigged, and you'll break free, and we'll kill everyone, and, and uh, save the day. Obviously, that doesn't work out." As soon as they arrive, there's like there's probably like fifteen stormtroopers that come up out of nowhere, and then we have our our heroes, our anti-heroes, uh, stuck inside the the bar with a huge fucking group of stormtroopers on the outside with some fucking death troopers yeah. from Rogue One show up, and then we are introduced to a villain that I am so happy he is not dead, and I can't wait to see this guy because this actor is fantastic, and what is his name? I'm trying to find that. Thank you. Thank you. He shows up, commands the screen, and I was just like, yes, more of you. More of you, please. I do not know. We are fact-checking right now. (laughs) Stay tuned. Keep listening. Typing sound in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Ching! Is the the character's name Gideon? Was it Gideon? Is it General Gideon? Was it Crazy Gideon? Does it say it on the next one if you go to the next one? We're such fucking professionals here, I swear. Professionals, that's right. No, it doesn't no, say it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say an IMDb. I can't, I can't pull up anything, man. Oh, wait, wait. Now it's pulling up here. Took a little time. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. It's getting there. It's getting there. Kill some time so I sing some Richard Cheese for you. Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon. Yes, M-O-F-F Gideon. At the Star Wars, Star Wars Cantina. (laughs) (laughs) Music and blasters and old Jedi Masters at the Star Wars. Yoda, he was a Muppet. Is that the Bill Murray song? No, that's Richard Cheese. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but Moth Gideon was his name. Moth Moth, M-O-F-F. Oh, Moth. Like motherfuckers. Okay, motherfuckers around here. Moth Gideon shows up, and he's like, look, y'all know you're outnumbered. Y'all know you're about to fucking die. Bring us the fucking child. Actually, what did he say? He's like, uh, he gave them, he actually gave them some time. Yeah. Right? Uh, And that's kind of how that episode ended, dude. Right, because he was giving them time. Or something like that. Right. I was like, damn, I was expecting him to, that was kind of generous. I was expecting him to be like, you got 15 minutes to decide. Yeah, he <laughs> wanted like, to give enough time to get the package delivered. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, 
they're inside pinned down and uh obviously they can't go out their guns are blazing at the moment but they're and no, the, they're while they're pinned down they're communicating to quill get the fucking baby yoda out of there man yeah. get him out get him back to the ship you get to the ship there's safety protocols like they can lock down the ship yeah they won't be able to get to him inside the ship so he's racing back to get the baby Yoda back to the ship, and now you got these troopers Scout on troopers. his tail. Scout troopers. Yeah. And they end up shooting Quill, and man, that oh, yeah. was rough. That was that rough. was rough. That sucked. That fucking sucked. <laughs> I I got a little sad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I, gonna lie. I did, that hurt, man. That, it was like, cause I mean, you gotta understand, this is a character. He's one of those characters where he's not there often, but when he is there, he has he he has a presence. Yeah. And for he, short little dudes. Yeah, he has this really quiet. Like dignified, important presence. You can't really explain it There's unless some you wisdom watch. There. Yeah, and he's a good, genuinely good character. Yes, who's there for good intentions, trying to do a good thing, and he's an ally. And he, he modified the droid to be good. Yeah, that was something else that we haven't brought up. The, the droid that was do originally you know the, name the, of the nursing droid? droid. What was the number on the, the IG eleven? Yeah. Okay. He was IG eleven. I believe so. Yeah. IG eleven. So he rebuilt Instagram the droid. Eleven. He rebuilt the droid. <laughs> That was originally set on killing Baby Yoda, and of course that pisses off Mando because, as we've learned throughout the show, Mando has uh, extreme dislike of droids yep. because, as you find out, when he was a child, uh, his people were attacked and uh, his his parents were killed by by, by a droids. Siege, by a siege of droids. The, what were the droids called again? Those are big ones from uh, uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, them. those were Clone Wars. No, no, the the, movie, the live action movies. Oh, the, the same yeah. droids were there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because um, it was the regular, the the regular. What, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we, okay, okay. Um, I it was Destroyer Zone. Destroyers were the the spinning ones. Yeah. So I can't remember. What they so were. and of course, uh, Quill reprograms the droid to be the the baby's nursemaid yeah. <laughs> right. protector, which protector, which Mando's just like, uh, no, fuck that. Uh, but that obviously the, this this episode cliff hangs on. Unfortunately, Quill is dead, and yeah. the troopers pick up the baby, and that's how the episode ends. Right, and, that hurt. Yeah, and 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 why did it hurt? Because we cared about the character. Because we cared about the character. Why? Because of good writing. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> of Jan Favreau. Yeah, Oops. that's why. That's um, why. So, uh, so the ne- that episode obviously ends on a cliffhanger. They've, you know, they've been pinned down. Quill's been killed. Baby Yoda's been captured. Uh, and uh, episode starts with a bang. <laughs> the next episode, like pretty much out of the gate, yeah, starts start, off with a bang. It starts with some comedy first. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> you, know, you know who one of the troopers? Yeah. Was, who right? were, who was the, the Jason Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis, the comedian. Yeah. Was one of the troopers. Yeah, he was the was first. The other, was, was the he, other trooper uh, someone else? I don't remember who was but I know he was the one that was... Punching him? The first one, yeah. He was punching the him. The one that probably got death threats for yeah. punching him. I was him getting right. upset, man. Like, hey! Three times! Yeah, man. Yeah. Three he times, got, you bastard. Baby Yoda got socked. Yeah. He got punched. Baby so Yoda tried to bite the finger, too. Good. Well, that's the, that was the hardest punch when he tried to bite the finger. That's the one that... He got a really good punch. Uh, I love the fact when they just showed how bad they were at aiming. Yes. That was hilarious. <laughs> They're just... Taking pot shots at a can or something like that, and they were totally missing. I was gonna both, say get, both of them are like horrible. They probably got really close to Quill to to shoot him. Yeah, like, <laughs> they had the gun on his chest and then just fired <laughs> and called it a day. 
<laughs> so it brings us to the final episode of season one, chapter eight, Redemption. The Mandalorian and his allies come to know their true enemy who already knows much about them. That's right. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, yeah. Buy me some chicken. Yeah, that's right. Hermanos. <laughs> and um, what's interesting is, <clears throat> when I was talking about earlier, uh, he kind of calls, he knows who everyone is kind of a little bit, mm-hmm. in a way, and he calls out uh, Gina Carano's, uh, where she's from. Right. And that's when you really find out, finally, why she fucking hates the Empire so much, because fucking Alderaan is gone. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. If she's from Alderaan, that planet's gone by this point. And that's probably why she disbanded. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. And she got pissed off when he called her out. She was like, "Oh fuck!" So they're still pinned down inside. They're trying to escape. They're, they don't know what's going on with Baby Yoda. Quill's not responding. And then something amazing and badass happens, and we have the droid Instagram Eleven. Yeah, Instagram Eleven. <laughs> Basically, it's like, oh, I got to protect the fucking child. That's it. His job is to protect. Shows up like a fucking badass. And we have this really great, well-directed, badassity abounds in this episode. Action sequence with Instagram Eleven going around with Baby Yoda on his chest, yep. which you kind of, when you look at it from afar, it's kind of like, are you endangering Baby Yoda? He came in charging. <laughs> he came in charging on a speeder bike, but, right? Yeah, but but you know, if you think about it, stormtroopers are not they're not told to shoot Baby Yoda. They need right. Baby Yoda alive. But then at one point, he even like. Flips him around. So he flips him around. Back and right. you know, really so. great shooting, fight choreography, badassity. And then when that happens, all these stormtroopers are fighting uh, Instagram Eleven, and then fucking Mando rolls out there, becomes fucking uh, Man Bro, yeah. and picks up the fucking big a, ass gun. He becomes a Rambalorian. Yeah, Rambalorian, <laughs> and just destroys some shit. Gina Carano shooting people. Carl Weathers is shooting some people. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Visually, it's great. Pew, pew. It's just, it's just, you know, it, it, the action is a bonus when you have a really good story, a very good well-told story about characters you care about. The action is just the cherry on the top, <clears throat> you know. And we didn't give a fuck about these characters. We'd be like, well, the action looks nice, huh? yeah. but we do. We're, I mean, we're invested. And uh, just some really great action here. Um, and then we get a, a scene where finally they escape and they escape temporarily, and then they run into uh, Mando's. Uh, oh, the main lair because they're, they they yes. went to the, the the sewer tunnels, right? Yes. Which, by the way, those are got to be the cleanest sewer tunnels I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Not a speck of trash or poop anywhere. <laughs> it was awesome. Do you know the name of the female leader? The Mandalorian uh, leader? Oh, no, I don't. Who makes the armor. Right, I don't remember her name. But she's been giving Mando his armor throughout the season. And she gave... What was the little insignia she gave him at the end? Oh, that was like his represented, new logo that represented his... Um, the clan, pretty much, right? The right. The Mandalorian clan. Or right. His specific clan. Right. She's a fucking badass. Yeah, she was good with that now, hammer and the. Did we tools. assume the other Mandalorians that were down there were dead? No, or we, or we don't I know. Think a lot of they them had, left. They had to leave after yeah, that left. happened. So why was she still there? Because she didn't feel like leaving her post. 
Okay. Something like that, yeah. Okay, so she gives him his insignia and some words of wisdom and sends the team on their way. Mm -hmm. And then stormtroopers show up and she's there and she fucks them up. Big time, man. Like, this was, and it was really good firecography. It was well filmed. And I was like, I like you now. Yeah. (laughs) We got to know you a little bit and you seem cool. Yeah. But now seeing you in action, I'm like, do I got to buy your fucking Funko Pop now? Yeah, she was shattering the, the, the actual fiberglass. Yeah. and I was like, damn, that's pretty sick. She was fucking dope. She melted a whole stormtrooper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I became a fan of that character even more. Oh, and he gets, he gets his jetpack? That's right. Yes. He gets his jetpack. She gives him his, yeah. his jetpack. Uh, Which I right. could have I swore you couldn't use it until he was ready. I know. That's the one thing that I was like. Okay, never mind. Because she literally said, you haven't really... Learned how to use it, It'll only respond to you when you've learned how to use it or something like that. And the next thing you know, he's flying like there's no fucking problem whatsoever. I was like, okay. It's like a rocketeer. Whatever, okay, cool. I thought it was something he had to earn, but... I mean, I missed that line, I guess. Okay, cool, whatever, guys. There's no time at it. Just gotta give it to him. Just gotta give it to him. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a scene where they're escaping in in this boat... Uh, with this R2 to R2 type droid with legs, with rowing, legs. With I know legs, that was so weird. Uh, rowing the boat in this kind of lava like yeah. substance, and they know on the other side of the exit of that where they're at, the sewers troopers are waiting to get them. So they're like, fuck. And so Instagram 11 wants to self destruct, but obviously, Wait, at this point, before all this, Manda was gravely injured. Gravely. Oh, yes. Thank you for bringing us back to that scene. He was so injured to the point where he gave uh, his uh, Mandalorian symbol to Gina Carano with Baby Yoda and said, take this, let them know that he's a foundling and he's under my care so that they will treat him as a foundling and take care of him from now on. And he's basically ready to die. Right. But the droid stays behind with him and convinces him to remove his helmet so that he can treat him medically. And at first he doesn't want to because he's like, no, because, you know, no living thing can see my face. And the droid's like, well, I'm not a living thing. Right. So he's like, he just takes off his helmet. You see his face. We say, hi, Pedro. (laughs) You see his face. You can see his face for the first time. Um, and so at this point, now and he you have heals this, him, and yeah, then he heals. And him he's with he's, the he's good enough to be able to be useful again, right. and to walk around and be okay, you know, for the most part. And so now you've got this kind of slight, but fairly slightly established connection right. that Mando has now got this droid. After all this, these episodes establishing that he hates droids. Yeah. And he's already had this extreme distaste of this or distrust of this particular droid who already tried to kill Baby Yoda at one point earlier. Right. Um, now he's has has this slight trust put into him, and now uh, comes the the part where the droid decides to sacrifice himself because yeah. he has this self destruct mechanism. Good, really good scene. Yeah. It was. And uh, and Mando seemed concerned. And he was upset. Yeah, he, he was, was actually, like, "Well, what the fuck, man? Can is there another way yeah. we could do this?" He was trying to like him. Yeah, yeah, he actually he actually liked him and was actually what? kind of sad. Is this is this good writing again? I know. What, Making us it? care about a character? I know. Yeah, what? A emotions. fucking droid? And again, the droid played <laughs> by Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that too, before all before they escaped the bar, uh 
Baby Yoda saves the day. Yeah, we have the flamethrower. Yeah, uh, the, the, the flame trooper came in and he, yeah. he ignited the place and he blocked the fire. And then he passed out. Yes, yep. he turned it out. <laughs> <laughs> so a really good scene of Instagram 11 uh, blowing up the stormtroopers on the outside. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. And it kills the stormtroopers on the outside. So you think the day is saved, they escape, they get out, and then... Moff Gideon shows up and yeah. he didn't buy my fucking chicken. Yep, you buy my I'm chicken. I'm gonna kill all of you. Now I'm coming at you with my TIE fighter. Yeah. AKA the chicken mobile. And then Mando puts on the rocket pack. That's it. Flies up, attaches himself to the TIE fighter, attaches a bomb, gets off the TIE fighter, boom, TIE fighter falls. And then we, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Well, not, and then like you get to see the, the dark saber. With half his face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> On the bird for, for Gus Fring? <laughs> but he did pull out the dark saber, though. So, I do not know yes. what a dark saber is. Help us is. out here. So, it's, it's the, the black, uh, black kaiba crystal, which is the... If you watch Star Wars Rebels, they explain where it comes from and what it's for. It's just another lightsaber, but with a black crystal instead. Mm. Yeah. And interesting looking, and like I said, anybody can have it, and apparently you don't have to be a Jedi to have a mm. a saber. So. Is it just as powerful as a official lightsaber? It's it's a little more unstable from what I heard. Uh-huh. Okay, so yeah, so it's a pretty it's a so pretty it can blade. hang with the lightsaber for a little bit. I think it would stand quite a bit. Okay, I, like if I, I didn't get to finish season four. Okay, um, it's just that towards the end of season three is when they start implementing it because I believe Sabine, the female character, she was the one that was being trained with it. Okay, you know, because okay. Ezra already had his own his own lightsaber, so then Kanan right. uh, was training her on how to use the the dark saber because she was the one that was able to possess it and hold it and whatever. Okay, so. but it's a pretty sick saber though. It's pretty fucking cool looking. Yeah, I like it, and something different, which is what we need in the Star Wars universe. And you know, at the end of this episode, it wrapped up pretty nicely. We have uh, Gina Carano. Basically, like fuck it, yeah, I'll join. I'll join your guild. <laughs> she goes with Carl Weathers back to the, back to town. That's it. And uh, Baby Yoda and Mando get in their ship and they they head off and and uh, oh, he flew with it. Mando uh, didn't he take off flying? Makes you know we, the 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 show makes it another another reminder, just for the audience to show that uh, little Baby Yoda is family now. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he has the little uh, what is it? The Mandalorian uh, symbol? Yeah, like ne- chain. He has like a necklace now, yeah. Yeah, he's playing with it and eating it and, <laughs> and having fun with that. And then the sh- you think it's over, and then that's again, that's when Moff Gideon reveals himself that he's not dead. And I was like, yeah. he's not dead. I was like, there's no way. This is too interesting of a character. So I don't know. You gotta have him come back. Are they gonna song. implement that Darksaber more in the next season? Why I not? So. Why not? I wanna see what it can truly do. Yeah. Like I yeah. said, if you guys watch Star Wars Rebels, if you guys ever get a chance to watch it. Yeah. I want I, to. It's on I, Disney I, Plus, I, yes, right? I recommend it. Okay. It's it starts off a little cartoony. Yeah. Obviously, because it is. It's, it's animated, right? But yeah. It starts off a little soft, but then it gets darker as it gets to the further seasons. Is it just as good as Clone Wars it's animated up there, series? It's up there. It's I mean, up you get cameo appearances. You get Vader in there. You get Maul in there. Nice. Um, And then you see a lot of cool things, but it's really good. Okay. I like does it. Ahsoka, Shakti. Does oh, no, Ahsoka, Ahsoka die in the show? See, that's what I saw. The, no, I don't think she did. At some point, she does die in the future, though, because she ends up talking to Rey in Rise of Skywalker. At some point, but I don't know when. Okay. okay. So, like I said, I haven't seen season four. Oh. So I don't know if it happens there. Okay. So when I get around to it, I will let you know. Thoughts on season two? 
I, I that pit character that he even built on the inst, on Instagram. Which one? He uh, Favreau. He posted. Which uh, character? It was like a statue of uh, kind of, kind of like the pit guards from uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, but it was like a more muscular built one. All right, that looked pretty cool. I don't know if you guys saw that one. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that was one. They're going to show up, or we don't know if it's a character. He just teased that character, but we don't know the name or anything. He just said things to look forward to for season two. So uh, is Mando just going to keep running? Like, where where are we going? I don't know. I think he's going to team up. I think he's going to meet up with his... This is the Way Clan again. Eventually, he's gonna. Well, they would have to come back at some point. Yeah, yeah. They can't just leave. And and we'll probably see more Carl Weathers. We'll see more Gina. Trust Um, me, if they keep it going the way (coughs) they can make it run for multiple seasons easily. Yeah. You know, if they keep getting the talent of writers and directors to continue doing what they're doing now. Yeah. Like I said, the the stories are endless, man. It's like there's so much. Yeah. So much happening. My only concern. And I have this concern with any show that starts off really well is that, especially one with such a centric plot that's you know centered around these two particular characters, is that it overstays its welcome. Yeah, I like a show that knows when to stop. I don't see it. I don't see it overstaying its welcome because it's it looks expensive. That's true. I don't see it. Happening. I just I just I just hope that it knows when to stop like there are some shows out there that are still going and it's like why are you still doing this to yourself right and you know with a show like this it, it could it could be expensive but you know we don't know what they're pulling in on the subscriptions we don't know right. if, we don't know if they've made any money so far um, right. we don't know the numbers so we don't know if this has been a loss to them we don't know if it's been a success to them I'm not right. really sure what the numbers are you did hear what happened right what happened the fact that once the show ended, people unsubscribed. I did hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're wait, they're not going to subscribe wow. until the next season. Comes I out. heard about that. And if if they're, new, I'm kind of not surprised. They, they have two shows. They have two Marvel shows this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Wandavision. Uh, Wandavision. Oh, I don't think it's Loki just yet, is it? So we might as well stay subscribed. I don't. I don't know if it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's going to be one of the two. Yeah. I don't know if that's the one that's coming out with Wandavision this year. I'm not sure, but I know Wandavision's this year. It is one of them. But uh, wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it's like why? I know. I'm sticking with it. Um, But I just I hope that it knows when to stop, and it's like and on a good note. And you know, if you want to keep going with this type of show, well, then you know, in another you know, and just do another arc with another character. Don't stick with this particular Mandalorian if you must go on with this that particular... That would be interesting. I'm just saying, it's like, you know, <laughs> go three seasons. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I'm it's just, called The Mandalorian. I'm just saying, so go, it could be go with three anyone. seasons, go three seasons or whatever with Mando and Baby Yoda, yeah. end it, yeah. and then find another Maybe Mandalorian... Of his crew, right? Something. We were talking about that. Um, a, a while back, we love Baby Yoda to death, but maybe season two should be something else. Maybe at some point, halfway, we're done with Baby Yoda. He finds he takes he him finds back a home to for him, his. Right? He just leaves him there. He finds a home for him, or Dagobah. he finds his. He just drops it like system. Yeah. Um, and he finds some more from his race, and leaves him there. But we it can't just be Baby Yoda every episode because no. then a ba- then Baby Yoda as much as we love him he get burned out on it yeah unless they make him teenager Yoda <laughs> and then, yeah, it really, then he really will become Groot and he'll become an asshole he's a little <laughs> so uh, but anyway we're we're here to talk about season one and season one was fantastic it was smashing it was it hit all the beats it hit all the beats except for those two episodes yeah. 
but they were fine. They weren't, <laughs> they weren't shit, you know what no. I mean? Like, they weren't like, dude, that was horrible. They were fine. Uh, but still, overall, a very enjoyable watch. And proof that Star Wars is much more than the glowy sticks. Yes. Yes. Anything else before hey, we wrap up the podcast? Here's a quick question. Sure. If I, I, get, I know on the, on the new trilogy, Luke's saber was the blue one. But didn't you have a green one? On Return of the Jedi. What happened to his green one? Um, well, because he, he lost the one. He lost the first one that he had because he lost his hand, right? Right. So he made one. Right, because remember, the, the blue one is the one he lost. Yeah, so so he had the green one in Return of the Jedi, right? Because right? he was Jedi Knight, he had the green one, and that's the one he used to fight Vader and so on and so forth. But he, right. he still had it at the end. So what's what's... The fact that when she buried the lightsaber, she only buried the blue one and, and Leia's, but that green one was never found, or he, she never had it anymore? Did he trade it? So she had a blue one this whole time? Yeah. Well, then fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Remember, because it was the blue one that everybody was looking for. Wait, wait, wait. When he showed up as hologram... I'm not hologram. For, <laughs> forsogram Luke when he fought Kylo in The Last Jedi... What was the color of the lightsaber? I, I think it was. But if blue. it was, an, if it was, I an think illusion, it was. Though, a, I think it was blue. Right, but if it was an illusion, you can make it any color you want. I think it was blue. I think that was one of the things where people were like, "Well, yeah. obviously it's a hologram because why would he have a blue lightsaber?" Yeah, I was just perplexed as because to why Ray's he, got it. Yeah, but like I say, he had a green one on Return of the Jedi, and I get it. The blue one was the one that everybody was looking for. Star Wars listeners, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I want to know because I don't know where it went. The green lightsaber was fucking dope. It was. It was fucking Even cool. though, like, Yoda had the green one, but like I said, Luke had his own on Return of the Jedi, yeah. which was the use for the final battle. But, but when are we getting a pink one? I don't know. Never. Yeah, no? I don't know. Disney Plus is pretty uh, woke what? now. The Pinkish Force is you. female. When is the rainbow lightsaber? <laughs> Yeah, gotta show that pride. The rainbow. Maybe some tassels on the handle. The rainbow lights. Oh, hey, Disney Plus, they're they're, they're woke. That's it, man. They're woke when they want to be woke. Well, you got two chicks making out in the end of the movie. Yeah. Why not have a pink saber with? And it's it's just so much more progressive that way. There you go. You know. And that just made everything better. Yes. Yep. Everything's, so, everything's solved. Yes, everything's solved. So anyway, back to The Mandalorian. <laughs> Despite what you think about the movies, uh, give the show a shot. If you are curious, we highly recommend that you guys uh, check out the show. Uh, fans of westerns, fans of samurai films, El Topo. Ronin movies, Yo Jimbo, Fistful of Dollars. Stop saying El Topo! <laughs> Sexy Simone. God dang it. He's just trying to, he's just having fun traumatizing all of you. That's yes. It. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, very, very awesome episode. Smashing uh, episodes, all eight of them. Smashing, smashing season. And uh, fingers crossed for the future of season it. two, uh, the future of Obi Wan. And the future for the other one that was Rogue One based. What yes, is it? it's about uh, uh, the uh, the character, the the Diego Luna character, and K two S O man. Yeah, uh, hopefully that's good as well. I don't see the need for it, but why not? 
well, get to if see, it's good writing, you finally get to see the guy's history. Yeah, you know, sure. Why not? I mean, as long as it's done well, a lot I'm of there. espionage, probably yeah. a lot of spy work. Yeah, as long as it's well done, I'm there. Maybe some more ah, killing. I'll bring this up. Fans have stated this, and let me know what you think of it. Fans have stated, we are salivating, we're drooling and salivating at the prospect of, or the possibility of Disney Plus doing a dark Sith show. We're following either the Empire, or we're following Darth Maul, or we're following a Sith I say bollocks, because I would absolutely love something like that, and that's, again, something we've never seen, Mm -hmm. but Disney Plus is not going to spend all this money on a show on a villain. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. But then we do have Loki coming out. Yeah. But Loki's... But is Loki murdering people? How are you going to frame it? That's that's Right. That's what's going to happen. Loki could kind of be a good guy. Loki has teamed up with the good guys. Yeah, Loki died a good guy. Right. So... Loki totally redeemed himself. If we're following Darth Maul, he's fucking murdering folks. Like, (laughs) you know, the younglings will die. Everyone will die. Like, will Disney do something like that? Following evil. Evil. I would love it. Did they do it with the Disney princesses and all that stuff? They kind of went with making with them who? the Disney princesses, all the, the villains from those. Did they do something similar where they gave yeah, like, the storylines? They made Maleficent a good guy. Though. Yeah, well, she wasn't. She was bad. Well, they're not going to make no, Darth Maul a good no, guy. No, Maleficent. They took the character of one of the most evil characters in fairy tale history and they made her the good guy. They're they not going to do that. They made her. The victim, because it was a prequel, right? From the like before she became evil, right? Yeah, but then they framed it so that no, she wasn't evil because her and Sleeping Beauty are like BFFs, uh, like she's her surrogate daughter. That's bullshit. That's so the you, whole. So that, and that's why there's a Maleficent too. Darth Maul will be babysitting Baby Yoda. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying they would have to do a lot of gymnastics to make Darth Maul a watchable, palatable, marketable. So will they be dropping water on Baby Yoda and feeding him after midnight? (laughs) On season two. I just want to know. I say bollocks. (laughs) I say Disney Disney Plus is not going to... They're not going to do that. It would be cool. But, uh, you know, we'll take what we can get right now. And what we got right now was something very entertaining and it felt fresh and it felt original. And that is The Mandalorian. Yeah. So we highly recommend The Mandalorian. Five out of five stars? Yes. What, what are we rating it? What's it. the rating? I rate it. I love it. You rate it? You love it. What do you rate it? Um, We're rating it for fun. This is not like a review. We're just rating it for fun. I mean, I what, mean, what I, would you it, give it? In terms of like rewatchability, I, I've been wanting to watch this thing all over again. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, based on... Yeah. I mean... I. Like you take the show like like Daredevil. I can't tell you how many times I've rewatched Daredevil all the seasons. Same yeah. thing with Punisher. Like I love those shows so much. I'll yeah. just have them on in the background. Iron Fist. Never watched again. <laughs> <laughs> Never watched season two. Um, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, I I give it nine out of ten. I could I could see I give it I you know a lot of people would give it eight out of ten because of those two episodes. Yeah. yeah. I give it nine. I give it a nine. Uh, our rating system. 
it, it would be a four out of five. I would go like or a four point five. I would go like, four, four point five. I would go four point five, if only because yeah, those two episodes. Yeah, four point five. They're not the greatest, but they're not terrible. Like I've got shows yeah. out there that I that I watch on the regular, like the old shows that I watch, like that I love yeah. from my childhood. Yeah. Some episodes are unwatchable. Yeah. Where I will like I'll have them on and I will just skip right the fuck over them because they're so dog shit. I won't even bother. Those episodes they're just like filler, and that's what they are. They're not awful. They're just filler. Would you be fine? If we ended it right here. I would be disappointed. I'd like to see You think so? I would be very disappointed. Because it kind of ends in a way. I mean. It does cliffhanger. That's what I'm saying. It's like. I guess. I I mean. A lot of some shows. Like we just watched Deadly Class. Unfortunately. Um, that was That's very, another podcast. That was very sad. Um, that that yeah. show had a lot of promise, a lot of potential. Yes. Um, I'm rating it with like the boys, where if that were to end yeah, right dude, now, dude, the class was really good, man. Really, that yeah. Sucked. Like if the boys were to never no, come back, two. I'd be pissed. Yeah, the boys right. is good. I like the yeah, boys. Yeah. Um, then you got shows out there like Firefly that oh, should never Firefly. have been, never have been canceled. At yeah. least we got the movie out. Maybe of it. now that Disney owns Fox, they'll bring back Firefly. <sighs> No, they had their movie. That's as good as it ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, it's like, you know, but at least we've already got second season confirmed. So we know there's going to be a second season out of this. Right. So we don't have to worry about that. Um, one would hope that, you know, nothing happens to where that falls through. But, um, but yeah, just please have an ending. That's all I ask. Yeah. No more of this Roughneck Starship Trooper Chronicles where you have this giant cliffhanger of an ending and it's a great, fantastic setup and you never get anything out of it because ratings and budget and shit yeah. like that. That was a travesty and it should never have happened. Yeah. But, you know, I see the, the animated show. Roughnecks. Oh. Yeah. I see, I see that one. Oh, I see sad. Uh, sad. another podcast. We'll it's, talk about that show. I got a show. Uh, he hasn't seen it. I got a show. I've, seen, seen, I've seen a few episodes of was it as good as the second movie? Because the movie was garbage. No, 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 no. It's good. The third movie was garbage. Too. The, the the series is fantastic. Okay. It's old, so the animation's a little clunky. Yeah. It's all CGI. But didn't they make an animated movie after that? Oh, yeah, but nothing to do with that. No. Nothing no. to do. It's all old school CGI. Kind of okay. like Beast Wars. Remember Beast Wars? Yes. It came out after that. Okay. But it's, it's so it's a little clunky. It's pretty it's serious, little, though. I remember it's, a few But it's a good storyline. Oh, okay. It's like not all, all the characters kids, kids, from kids. the movie. All the characters from the movie are in it. Nice. And they all get fleshed out. Everybody gets fleshed out. So you get to know everybody okay. in the show. Like, more than you did in the movie. Like, not even close. Like, everybody. They bring in the aliens that you never got to meet. Like, you you meet everybody. Okay. And it branches out. It expands. Well, there's good, There's campaigns. I mean, you get... It just, it just got canceled. It got canceled yeah. right before this big thing was going to happen. And it's sad. Uh, and it's a travesty. How many seasons did it run? Um, I think it was, like, two. Okay. But yeah, it was... We have all the DVDs. It's, like, the normal anime where it's, like... It like what season's, like, 60 episodes... I think it ended up being like, um, shit, I'd have to check my DVDs. But, uh, yeah, it was just, it was sad. It was really sad. But anyway. <laughs> like completely off topic. Sorry, guys. Completely off topic. See, I see a season two, and then they can wrap it up. I think they can wrap it up out of, after season two. I say five's a good number. Five? Yeah, <laughs> oh man! Well, remember these are only. I mean, we don't they're know what we don't know how many episodes That's they're true. ordering for season two. That's See, true. This is only eight. I think because the the, the when they're hour long episodes, they can, they can put more. Okay. And then 
like if they put in more, that means they run out of stuff faster, right? So if they have shorter episodes, they can stretch it out further. Sometimes it's I sometimes so. it's yeah, a you're fine, right. sometimes it's a fine line that you walk. Like if you have shorter episodes, you know you you can the pace is a lot more brisk, but you sacrifice like you get the episode five syndrome where it's just like you pack a two and a half hour film yeah. plot yeah. into a thirty minute story, and it just it feels like it. Um, but if you had stretched that out into an hour, you know, you might, it still might've felt like a filler. We don't know. It yeah. could very well. Cause we've seen that story a billion times, but who yeah. knows? Um, but then, you know, if you have more of an arcing type of series, you're more likely to cut out the filler. So maybe right. in this next season, they'll focus more on instead of it being more episodic, which yeah. I enjoy episodes. I enjoy episodic storytelling, right. but maybe rely less on episodic because I, I do enjoy this both format. I right. enjoy it being both, but maybe cut back on that because obviously you had with the exception of the end of that mercenary, I mean the uh, bounty hunter where yeah. he gets, you know, with episode that, five where Chun Li shows up yeah, that yeah. one episode yeah. with the exception of that, where that mysterious figure shows up at the very end, you could have edited that whole episode out and really nothing, you wouldn't have lost anything out of right. it. And even though I didn't have a problem with yeah. episode five, the the one with the guy, they're on Tatooine and all yeah. that, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I mean, the one before that with the uh, Seven Samurai episode, yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. You could have edited that out, except you got the Gina Carano character. You right. got to meet her for the first time. So that was the only thing that really, you know. So you still pull things out of each episode, even though they're episodic in nature. So it's like, you know, there's a balance you have to strike. It's just maybe not. So you're saying it. you don't want that for season two. I'm saying, I'm saying if you're going to make, if you're going to make episode, episodic episodes like that, maybe have them mean a little bit more. Mm. like it's it's fine to do both because mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy both but again with the exception of one thing yeah. happening that is essential yeah. you have a whole episode where nothing else matters right. that's a problem why do I think I don't think Bobby's dead who? Bobby from San oh yeah. but the whole thing got blown up did it the whole thing blow they up? they blasted like nobody but he did. ran away I don't know I don't, I think whole maybe he got to a down, ship and, and snuck off escape if you didn't see it if you didn't <laughs> see him die you didn't die who knows alright we're gonna wrap up the podcast here really quick before we wrap it up Star Wars shows or ideas you would like to see for the future mm-hmm. what would you like to see hmm I don't know. I mean, like like I said, there's many possibilities now that things like this are coming out. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, would they be able to do a Jabba series? <laughs> yeah. just, just for the hell of it? I don't know if anyone could stand hearing Jabba speak the whole season. And maybe there's some... I don't know. You know how Disney, man, they'll make them all cute and <laughs> speak English. And speak English. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, we get something new. But there were other bounty hunters too that that Vader hired. Yeah, you know, maybe some of those guys. Yeah, can have a story maybe. somewhere. Maybe. That's we'll what's that lizard one? The one that kind of looks like a lizard. Hmm. Or if you're going to go back to um, bringing more people in who are force sensitive, and you're going to go back to telling stories of people who are being with the Force and Knights of the Old Republic you're gonna, days or if you're going to bring in the Force Darth Revan well I'm saying I want a Darth Revan TV series if you're going to bring in the Force and you're going to bring in lightsabers again yeah just keep away from the Skywalkers yes bring in other yeah. people what about a Sidious backstory 
like starting from when he was young. Sure, I I think you I would know, watch that when he's starting to learn about them. Yeah, maybe that just didn't, Sid, didn't Sidious become Plagueis's mm-hmm. apprentice, and then he had killed Plagueis. Correct. I'm down. So that, I mean, that that could be your Sith storyline you're looking. That for. would be fucking dope. That would be pretty dark. Yeah. Pretty and good. then you find out he's Jar Jar Binks. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up here. If you're watching this on YouTube, we appreciate you all watching. If you're listening to this on FM Anchor or Spotify, we appreciate uh, you guys listening. Google, Spotify. Spotify. Google Cast. <laughs> Google Cast as well. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening and tuning in for another episode of the Purple Nectar Podcast. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you, Sexy Sumo, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. We will have him back more often on future episodes of the podcast. All right, peace out. You guys fucking rock. We'll see you guys next time.